Hello, everybody, and welcome into the first episode of The Blank Report. In this podcast, I'm just going to bring up random sports topics, and then I'll be getting into current sports events once sports come back as they're suspended due to the coronavirus. Today's topic is going to be the five greatest underdog stories in the NCAA tournament history. And number five is going to be the Butler Bulldogs and their two historic runs in 2010 and 2011. In my opinion, no team in college basketball history has put on a two-year run quite like the Butler Bulldogs who are out of the Horizon League as they did in the 2010-2011 NCAA tournaments. And personally, I don't know if we'll ever see this type of run again. In 2010, they were led by a little-known player named Gordon Hayward who became an NBA superstar before his devastating ankle injury. And in 2010, he led this team to the national championship and almost won it on a half quarter that rimmed out. But in 2011, Shelvin Mack led the team back to the national championship with Matt Howard having a breakout season and getting them back to that national championship game where they fell once again. But over those two years, you had head coach Brad Stevens, who is now with the Celtics. He reached the national title game for two straight years. They lost two heartbreaking games as they lost to Duke and to UConn. But on their way there, you had the Bulldogs beating big-named teams like Syracuse and Michigan State in 2010, followed by Pittsburgh, Wisconsin, and Florida in 2011. These little-known players of Gordon Hayward, Shelvin Mack, and Matt Howard became household names during this two-year run for the Bulldogs. And while the Bulldogs never brought a title back to Indianapolis, they put that program and that university on the map for college basketball. Coming in at number four, On my list is going to be the Kansas Jayhawks from 1988. Danny and the Miracles pulled off an improbable national championship win. This team was led by Danny Manning, who was the Naismith Player of the Year. And this team was ranked number 7 in the nation during the preseason. But the team, in the course of the year, fell to 9-8 and and went from a top 10 ranking to unranked. The team found themselves and finished 18-11 and went into the tournament as a sixth seed, which at that time of the program was the lowest seed in the history of Kansas basketball, and to this date is the second lowest seeding in program history since the tournament expanded to 64 teams in 1985. But in the tournament, the Jazz would make a run beating Xavier, Murray State, Vanderbilt, rival Kansas State, and Duke to reach the title game, where they would face off against number one seed Oklahoma Sooners, who had beaten them twice during Big 12 conference play, and the team would defeat the Sooners 83-79 to win the national championship. This is a team that was led by Larry Brown in his final year. As the next season, the team was under probation and were not allowed to go to the tournament. But this is a team that defied all odds and made their way and won a national championship led by Danny Manning. Coming in at number three is going to be Coming in at number three is going to be Virginia Commonwealth Rams, VCU, in 2011. VCU became the first team and only team ever to win five NCAA tournament games and not make the national title game as they did play and win in the first four. At this time, you had current Texas coach Shaka Smart lead the Rams to beat the USC Trojans to get into the round of 64 And then the Rams would get big wins over Georgetown, Purdue, Florida State, and then the top-seeded Kansas Jayhawks to reach the Final Four in Houston. The craziest thing for me from this VCU team is the amount of head coaches that were on this coaching staff, as you have Shaka Smart, who was the head coach, who is now the head coach at Texas, 
Mike Jones, who is now the head coach at Radford, Mike Rhodes, who is now the VCU coach after Shaka Smart left, and now Will Wade, who is the head coach for the LSU Tigers. But this Rams team would fall to the Cinderella story Butler Bulldogs, who I mentioned earlier in the Final Four in Houston in the National Semifinal. Now, moving on to number two is the Loyola Chicago Ramblers in 2018. They were the number 11 seed in the Southern Region, and they joined the 1985-86 LSU Tigers, 2005-2006 George Mason team, and the 2010-2011 VCU team as the lowest seed to ever reach the National Semifinals. On their way to the Elite Eight, the Ramblers edged 6 seed in Miami just before the buzzer. They clipped the number 3 seed Tennessee Volunteers with a jumper that rattled home at the last second and buried Nevada, who was the number 7 seed in that southern region. In those games, Clayton Custer paced the Ramblers with 14 points in their opening game. Andre Jackson, 16 points, led the way in the second round. Towns notched 18 best, 18 points in the Sweet 16. And then Ben Richardson eclipsed his previous season high of 14 points by exploding and pouring 23 points in the Southern Regional clinching victory in the Elite Eight against the Kansas State Wildcats. I want to shout out Clayton Custer and Ben Richardson as they are alums of my high school, Blue Valley Northwest High School. Represented them very well. But also don't forget about Sister Jean and her rise to stardom during the Ramblers' run to the Final Four that tragically ended when they lost to the Michigan Wolverines, led by Moritz Wagner in 2018 in San Antonio. And coming in at the top spot in the number one greatest underdog story in NCAA tournament history is the North Carolina State Wolfpack in 1983. In my opinion, this is the best Cinderella story ever in college basketball, and they are led by legendary coach Jim Valvano. This team had 10 losses and they were not guaranteed a spot in the NCAA tournament unless they won the ACC tournament to close out their year. They went into the tournament as a four seed and would go in and win the ACC tournament and they would use that victory to get them a six seed in the tournament. Then in the tournament they would put together five wins, three of those wins coming by two points or less to reach the NCAA Tournament Championship against future Hall of Famers in the NBA of Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, and the Houston Cougars, who were known as Five Slamma Jamma that year and were favorites to win the NCAA Tournament. In the closing seconds of the game, Derek Wittenberg launched a desperation shot that Lorenzo Charles managed to read and catch midair and dunk for the game-winning bucket, and that would clinch the national championship for the NC State Wolfpack, and it would be capped off with Valvano's frantic run around the court, and that would become an iconic symbol of the NCAA tournament as this underdog story came in and won the 1983 national championship. Those are my top five greatest underdog stories in NCAA tournament history. I did this in honor of the Final Four as we would have the national championship tomorrow, but we do not as the coronavirus has canceled the NCAA tournament, making it March Madness to March Sadness. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode one of the Blank Report. I will be back soon with episode two.